Hello everyone and you're welcome back to the Hope Beyond the Waves podcast with Bolutifer Akiremade. I really hope that you've had an amazing past two weeks, that you've been enjoying yourself in God's presence, that you've been basking in his tabernacle and all of those good stuff. It's good to be back as I always say and today we'll be talking about something quite direct, something I don't know what I'll be titling this episode yet, right? <laughs> but I know we'll be speaking about our words and being deliberate with our words. Maybe I'll just title it our words. I don't know. Just wait. Let's wait and see for that. Okay, so um as I meditated and I thought to myself, God, what would you have me speak about today? I realized that you had been leading me in the past two weeks as regards being deliberate about my words and showing that my words were in alignment with the things that I actually did believe in my mind or the things that I heard him say to me. And it's those thoughts of mine accumulated or got to a place of clarity as I thought to myself, of course by now if you've been listening to me this for this period of time, you realize that one of my favorite scriptures is found in Genesis and it has to do with um, us being made or having been made in the image of Christ or God in its entirety, the tripartite being God. Um, Genesis 1 talks about the fact that we are made in God's image. And as I thought about that, and as I looked at myself in the mirror, I realized that for me to be said that something is in my image, that means in its entirety, it looks like me. In its entirety, it is made up of the things or the personality that I am. We also know that John 1 talks about, that's one also one of my very good scriptures. John 1 talks about the fact that everything that was made in the heavens and the earth were made by the word of God. And we know that John 1 also affirms that that word is Jesus. We know that the Bible talks about the fact that God honors his word above his name. And that means that for the earth to be in existence, for the heavens to be in existence till this day, there is a power and there is a force. There is a power that lies in the word of God. And I want us to understand that that is the same power that resides with our word or the words that we speak rather. I want us to understand that there is a power that, and that there is an amount of anointing that resides with our word, with everything that we speak concerning ourselves. And that's what I've just come to remind us today, that we are not just made in the image of God. And yes, we have, we are made, we're trapezoidal beings. We also have that amount of power that resides in the word of God residing in our own words and that's why God expects us to be deliberate with the words that we speak he wants us to ensure that when we speak our yes is yes as it says in the word of God that we are not just people who dispense word not understanding the power that lies behind it Romans talks about the fact that with our heart we believe but with our mouth confession is made unto salvation and if the greatest thing that happens to us as children of God by us giving our lives to Christ comes by our own confession how much more us growing how much more us getting to our destination and fulfilling purpose we have to understand that there is a power that lies in the place of confession that is a power that lies with us speaking in alignment with what God has told us 
I want us to understand that James 3, when he talks about our mouth being a steering, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't just something that James wanted to say in passing or maybe just fill up the space in the Bible. No, it was a word that need, that, that was trying to call us into a consciousness that the greatest tool that we can have in our lives really is our words and we should employ it for our positive move rather than for negativity. And I thought to myself that, Bolu, if you find yourself driving and you're progressing on a journey, instead of... It will, be, it will be wrong of you to put your stick or your, your gear on a reverse when your intention is to progress and move forward. And we find ourselves as Christians doing that whereby we just, we, we intend in our hearts, we believe that we're supposed to be progressing and aligning and you know, moving forward and doing all of those possible, positive stuff. But we find ourselves in a, in, a, in a situation whereby we are just reversing by our words. God is saying move forward. God is saying do this. But instead of us affirming and believing in ourselves that this is what God has said and this is who he has called me. He has called me the earth and not the tail. He has called me a success. He has called me that I'm forever favored. That I'm surrounded by a shield of favor. And so wherever I get to, I find favor. Wherever I get to, there is an open door for me. We find ourselves saying, "Mm, will this thing work? Would there be an open door? Am I sure this is going to happen? I really do believe that these words are in alignment with Christ. Do you actually believe that these words are progressing you? I'm here to affirm to you that it is not such words are not progressive. Such words are actually reclining. Such words are actually putting on a reverse stick rather than pushing you forward. So do yourself a favor. Ensure that your words are in alignment with Christ. The world is already a very horrible place to be. You know, the world as it is right now, of course, that wasn't God's intention. Then for us to do ourselves a further disservice and ensure that we are, instead of supporting what God has said concerning our lives and continually confessing over our lives that this is what God wants for me. This is who I am. This is who God has called me. And until you see it, you keep confessing it. Then for us to be in that position and then we find ourselves cooperating with the enemy. You know, finding ourselves in a position whereby our words are not in alignment, they are not in concise, they are not, they are not, they are not in consignment, they are not in agreement with what God has said. I'm here to encourage us that our words are our greatest weaponry and we should use it to our advantage. Even when the situation does not look like it. If we remember Genesis 1, the situation of the earth didn't look like what we have today. If God had thought to himself, oh, everywhere is just dark, everywhere is just in disjointed, everywhere is just looking horrible, I think I'll just leave it. It doesn't look like what I'd created in the beginning or what I thought in mind when I was coming. I'll just let it go. Oh, horrible place, dark place. We wouldn't have the earth that we have today. But he took it upon himself to profess the word. And even when we lost salvation, when we lost the unity with him, when we lost our, 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 our state with him, he sent back that word in the form of Jesus. He ensured that we came in contact with that word to revive that existence, that relationship that can keep us in place. You know, the Bible calls us in Matthew, it says we are the salt of the earth. And he also says to us that let our words in collusion said, let our words be filled with salt and grace. What does salt do? Salt in its entirety, it's a preservative. 
And so we have to understand that our words is our sense of preservation upon the earth. It is our tool to be preserved. And so if you're looking for a place of preservation, of ensuring that you're in alignment with God, of ensuring that you fulfill your days upon the earth, that when you appear before the Father, the Father is able to say, welcome, good servant. You must ensure that one of your, you, 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 you employ one of your greatest weaponry, which is your words. Ensure that the words that you speak over your life are in alignment with God. That the words that you speak over your life are, are projecting and pushing you, propelling you forward. And they, are not, they, are, they are, not, are not your limiting factors. Understand that your confession does not just stop at the point where you say, oh, I give my life to Christ. I confess. And in, in that sense, if you have not given your life to Christ, this is me saying, P.S., you need to find him. You need to give your life to him. You need to confess that he's your Lord and your Savior. That's the best thing you can, the best choice you can make in life, right? So if you have not done that, I say, I, 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 I encourage you to seek him, to call him forth and say, God, I give my life to you today. I say that you take charge of my life, all right? And if you have made that choice and you have confessed him as Jesus and Lord, then it also means that that same tongue that you have used to confess him, you keep professing the things he has said over you. You keep telling the world that you are the light of the world. And indeed, you keep being that light. You keep saying the things that he has said in his word concerning your life. You keep being in alignment with him with your words. And that's the only way you can ensure that you get to the end of this race successfully. So today I'm just here to encourage you that let your words be filled with salt and grace. Firstly for yourself, to preserve the earth for yourself, to preserve your world, to ensure that your world is in alignment with that which God desires for you and also for the people around you. Ensure that the steering wheel is propelling you forward rather than reversing your destiny and your life. The steering wheel in this case, by what James says in James 3, it is your tongue. That little steering, that small thing that looks like, oh, it can't do much, can actually determine how far you go in life. So today I'm here to encourage you, choose your words carefully. Ensure that your words are in alignment with Christ. Ensure that your words are actually your propellant and not a disadvantage to you. Keep confessing what you know that God has said concerning you. And very soon, shortly, you will live it, you will see it, and it will bring magnificent glory to the name of the Lord. I love you so much. Keep being encouraged. Hope Beyond the Waves will be a bi-weekly podcast. I'm believing that God will use this platform in building us all into fearless and courageous believers who will remain strong regardless of whatever circumstances or situations we face. Don't just listen to this podcast. Remember to like it on all platforms and share it with all your friends and family. As well, I look forward to hearing from you on our email address, hopebeyondthewaves at gmail.com. That is hopebeyondthewaves at gmail.com. And you can also follow me on all my social media platforms at Kins on Instagram and Bulutifeakirimadi on Facebook. Till we meet again, remain blessed. Lots of love.